0: hey everyone thank you so much for joining us for this extended interview with lola where she's going to share her beauty tips from around the globe hey lola how are you
1: hey doing good how are you
0: so lola before we get to your tips and tricks can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life
1: for sure i have been traveling full-time for almost four years now Uh, I used to live in New York City before that, and now I work as a travel writer. So if I didn't travel, I wouldn't have a job.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you have been traveling all around the globe for the past few years, and I'm sure you have encountered a lot of beauty tips and tricks from so many different people. Can you share with us a few of the things that you've learned?
1: Absolutely. My beauty regimen has changed so much for being a full-time traveler First off, out of necessity, I travel and live out of a backpack, so I only have room for so much. And then also, being a sustainable traveler, I focus on buying things in country and buying things that aren't wrapped in plastic. So that leads me to using a lot of holistic natural remedies, which are actually very common in the majority of the world, from Latin America to Morocco to Southeast Asia I have come across so many unique ways to use fruits and plants and vegetables that I would have never ever considered and I think some of them are pretty accessible at home too back in the states
0: yeah so what are some of the your favorites like the plants and the fruits and the different herbs have you that you've used that have really worked for you when you're traveling
1: Absolutely. So I used to use so many different face washes and face creams and face this and face that. And now I almost exclusively only use a charcoal soap day to day. Uh, Charcoal is like a natural magnet and will pull out all the nasty stuff out of your skin. And it's also very lightly exfoliating. And then if I'm breaking out on my period or something, or it's really hot and humid, I use neem. So neem is... I believe a tree, and it's very common in India and Sri Lanka. And the same it has similar properties in that it kind of sucks everything out, but it's also really gentle on your skin. And then I've kind of swapped out, I don't use conditioner anymore. I don't use a lot of face creams. I use a lot of coconut oil. I put that in my hair, and on my skin day to day. But the special treatments go. Favorite spa treatments that I've had, and let me tell you, I get them a lot because they're normally about eight to ten dollars for an hour. Is I've had a papaya enzyme body mask that left me glowing. You know, I looked so brand new. A coconut husk scrub will take off every dead cell on your body. And aloe is not just reserved for sunburns. Aloe can help clear up acne scars, it can help with any kind of inflammation, as can turmeric. One of the craziest things that I learned, I got burnt by a motorbike a few months ago in Vietnam and I had made a friend with this osteopath who gave me clay to put on my wound. And I was like, no girl, I need some antibiotic up in this. And she's like, no, trust me. Just put this clay on there for 12 hours and just put this mask. And when it dries, it'll flake off. Don't touch it. So for about a week, I would put clay on this open wound. And I was thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to have to have my foot amputated because I'm following this crazy idea. (laughs) And eventually, this, like, deep wound started to be flat. And now I have a scar, but the skin is totally soft to the touch. And I honestly think it's healed better than it would have if I had been putting um, Neosporin on it or something. And she actually drinks this clay as a cleanse every morning. So I haven't gone that far. <laughs> you know, I, I fully believe in this magical clay now. And I believe it's just, um, I think it's clay made from volcanic ash. So when I first started traveling, it was really hard for me to find the makeup that I liked, even in, I lived in Madrid, so like even in Spain, it was hard to track down the makeup that I liked, and then by the time I got to India, it was just so fun to just use the, the makeup they use, you know, they have incredible coal for eyeliner, the most vibrant lipsticks you've ever seen in your life that would just stay on all day, so I really just kind of played with, with local, local products, and then I was in a relationship for a long time and I've been single since January. And I really felt like a big part of what wasn't satisfying me in that relationship was only feeling beautiful when I was fully made up, which isn't really realistic with my lifestyle anymore. And I love makeup. I've always loved to, you know, present myself the way I want to be presented or make myself feel beautiful by trying different things. Or as a kid, you know, I was definitely had either all the black eyeliner or blue glitter all over my face. You know, so I've always loved to use makeup, but there came a point where I wasn't doing it for myself anymore. And I was doing it because it was the only time my partner really made me feel pretty. And that's terrible. Yeah. And, and no one, no one should feel that way. So being single, I've kind of decided to start only going on dates without makeup on, which has been terrifying. <laughs> and dating as a nomad can already be challenging. You know, to find people and meet people that are like-minded and you get along with, it's a whole other barrier to do that on the road. But you know what? No one has noticed. No one has told me, hmm, is that an acne scar? Hmm, did you not sleep much last night? Hmm, looks like you need some sun. No one has said anything like that. I have felt beautiful from the inside out. And it's been really important for my healing after coming out of a breakup, but also just my self-worth. And I still love to wear makeup. I would absolutely not not put makeup on. But it's been a really interesting kind of experiment for me.
0: It's it's really amazing how makeup makes you feel like that, right? And we're all programmed as women that we need that in order to feel beautiful.
1: For sure. I mean, I don't know about your experience in New York, but working in fashion and beauty... I had times where I was about to walk into a meeting, and my boss would say to me, like, Lola, don't you want to put on some eyeliner? And I'd be like, what? Like, can I not kill this meeting without eyeliner on? You know? And so kind of breaking down my relationship with makeup has made me appreciate in a different way now, or, like, if I decide to put on eyeliner or a red lipstick, I really feel like, oh, this is fun, you know? And it's for me. It's not for anyone else but me now. And that was something I really had to get back to.
0: Yeah. And it also allows you to take care of your skin on its own and also your body in that way, because I think it's also cover for flaws that we think we have. But then when you don't have that anymore, you're like, oh, I need to take care of myself and I need to do all these other things that's more healthy for me.
1: Absolutely, and that that's such a good message for life, right? That rather than covering things up, kind of dealing with them head-on and accepting them and loving them and, and letting them be a part of you, you know?
0: That should be the first thing that we should do instead of putting on makeup. But it's so hard to do that when you're in certain areas or parts of the world where it's expected of you as a woman to do that.
1: Absolutely. It's so deeply rooted in our culture in the States. I went on a date with a guy in New York once, and I – couldn't believe it the first thing he said to me was oh you didn't get a manicure I was like I'm sorry I've been at my job where I'm a director of a marketing agency all day like did you get a manicure
0: (laughs) that's ridiculous
1: astonished and especially at that point in my life I was curling my hair every day putting my makeup on every day getting my nails done a lot and I loved it you know I was doing that because I loved it but I was like whoa dude like what was your beauty routine before this date (laughs) You know, and women, we spend so much money on like our physical upkeep for a date. And that's wild. you know, how many appointments we make before a date to get our hair blown out, to get our nails done. You know, maybe we wear eyelash extensions. I don't know. And we do that to make ourselves feel beautiful. But what do men do? Shave?
0: (laughs) Put on cologne and make sure that their clothes are not wrinkled.
1: (laughs) Usually way too much cologne too, right? Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Essential oils are something that have become a huge part of my life through traveling, Uh, using them as perfume, but also knowing which ones make me feel calm or energized and learning about the different properties that different scents have has been a really exciting part of traveling for me. So I usually have a sage oil, a rose oil and a lavender oil on me. Those are my three favorites. Make sure if you're going to do this, make sure you buy the ones that are skin friendly because the essential oils that you burn should not be put on your skin, but you can buy them that are okay for topical use. And you can get them all over the world. I pay a dollar or two for a little bottle of essential oils here in Asia. And it was the same in Europe. My biggest learning with beauty products, when I go home, I buy deodorant and hair ties (laughs) because I cannot find deodorant or hair ties outside of the States that I like. And I know that's like the weirdest things, but those are the two things that I I need to get in the U.S., (laughs) I found the name of the clay. I'm yep. probably going to say it wrong. Bin tonight clay. It's literally spelled bin tonight. B E N. Sorry, B-E-N. Like, like the man tonight. I T E. If but if you Google like volcanic volcanic ash clay, I think you could find it that way too because that's what a lot of these sites are saying.
0: Perfect. I'm glad you were able to find that for us. So, Lola, if oh. our listeners want to know more about you and to follow along your travels, where can they find you?
1: I have a responsible travel blog they can follow. It's called Miss Filatelista. That's M-I-S-S-F-I-L-A-T-E-L-I-S-T-A dot com. And it's also Miss Filatelista on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. And I would love to hear from you if you have any questions about holistic beauty or sustainable travel or anything like that.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much, Lola, for speaking with us. I really appreciate it.
1: Of course. It's been great. Go get some clay. Yeah. (laughs)